Hey, you guys. So today I wanted to talk about upbringing. So a lot of you know, well, not a lot of you yet, because <laughs> my book isn't out. Um, a lot of you know I didn't have the best the best upbringing, and I think what I went through changed me for the better. Um, okay, let me give you a little backstory. As a child, it was four of us. It was hard. It was really hard. We lived on Section A. We got food stamps. Um, it was hard because of the type of people God, I said God, the type of people my mother let around us. And I really think that at the time, she thought that that didn't affect our lives. Like I think that she thought that they were living their lives and it didn't affect us. But everything they did affect, they affected us. And Growing up in a household where everyone is against each other, everyone is in competition, and I, I was so young, I never understood like why it was so much animosity and competition between all of us. And now I know why. I think my mom was just in a bad place in her life, so she was the divide and conquer type, like that's how she controlled us. She made us be in competition with each other. We all wanted her love. We all wanted her attention. We all wanted her to be out of the hot seat because my mom, she, she, she was something else. And that's why I feel like it changes you, but it's a, it's your choice at the end of the day. I feel like what I've been through could have changed me for the worse. Honestly, I honestly don't even know how, like, I'm still the, I don't even know how I turned out to be the woman that I am, considering what I've been through as a child, my upbringing, what I've been around, what have I experienced at such a young age, and what I didn't learn at such a young age. Like, I'm so glad that God has prevailed and God has blessed me and kept this blanket over me because. Yes, I've been through a lot, but I'm still here and I'm still learning. I'm still pressing through and I'm still in my right mind. Like some stuff, let me tell you something. Some stuff that what the devil will try to send to you, the devil will try to knock you over. They, they know, You know the devil is trying to kill you, but he will send something to you that will like, that should have made you snap, like lose your mind. Like that type of stuff, that type of stuff that you that you shouldn't even come back from like mentally. And to be able to come back from a lot of stuff and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I still hurt just like everybody else to be, to be able to come back from that and still have love and in your heart and still be able to do good and not let what I saw or what I was brung up in consuming, um, your upbringing, your upbringing can really change you. It can, it really can. And as you guys know, I have a sister that has, man, she has been through a lot too, mentally. And it changed her mentally. And I, I realized, I couldn't understand why 
My older siblings were so different than me. Of course, I've experienced the worst type of trauma than them. They've experienced abuse and neglect, of course, but I always felt like mine was worse. And when you read my book, you're going to understand why I feel like mine was worse and, and more traumatic than theirs. And I could never understand why they were the most messed up. I'm just like, why are they so messed up? Like they haven't even experienced half of what I've experienced. But I feel like everybody looks at everything different. I, what I took from my abuse, what I took from, what I took from my upbringing was strength and to be better than that. Like, cause I, at a young age, I knew something was wrong. I was so wise at such a young age. At a young age, I knew something was wrong. I knew the stuff that my mom used to do, the stuff that her boyfriend used to do was not normal. I knew that couldn't be life. And as a young age, I would always tell myself, like, I'm going to write a book. Like, my life is crazy. At a young age, I said that, that I wanted to write a book and I wanted to tell my story. And this was bef- probably before I start going through the most traumatic thing. The most abuse. I, it was just little stuff. Look, Lord knows, like, after that, it got worse. And it was just like, wow, like, life really changed and life was horrible. Life got flipped, flipped upside down. And I'm just so glad that I can be here and share this with you guys. I'm so glad that I'm able to write this book for you guys to see and take a peek into my world to let you know, like, guess you've You've been abused. Yes, you've been neglected. Yes, people hated on you. Yes, you could have lost your life. Yes, you could have done all of that. But you're still here, which means that God has a plan for you, that God is taking you somewhere. There's nothing in my mind that that doubts that God is not taking me somewhere. I know I'm going to be able to help so many women, so many men, black, brown, I know I'm going to be able to help them white. I know I'm going to be able to help them because I have been through that. Like there's, and what I've been through has helped me so much. I honestly feel like if I didn't go through what I went through in life, if I didn't get kicked out at 16, 15, not because I was bad, not because I was sneaking out, but because of something so little as I forgot to wash out a pot. So I was out on the street and I had to fend for myself and I had to live with multiple people. I had to sell my clothes, my shoes. And I'm really telling y'all a little bit too much because this is more my second, third book. And when I had to do that and I had to really figure out life, it was it was crazy. And now sitting sitting in my apartment All I can think about is, whoa, what if she never even kicked me out? I think I probably would still be at home. I probably wouldn't even know anything about anything. I probably would have never had my own place. I probably would have never knew how to fill out that job application. I probably wouldn't know how to fill out anything to do anything. So I really think some stuff happened to you so you can grow, so you can get better, so you can know things. Because at that point, when I was living with my mother, I didn't know anything. She kept me in a box. I did not know nothing about life, outside life. I didn't have, I didn't know anything. And when she kicked me out, it was like, 
I was out there by myself alone. And a lot of people, as much family as I had, I didn't have a lot of people there for me. And it's crazy how family won't help you. Like, it's crazy how people will sit back and watch your abuse and watch you be neglected and watch you be treated some type of way. And nobody will help you unless it's personal gain for them. And that's when I realized growing up, you really have to watch people. I've seen the wickedest type of people. I've seen the most evilest stuff from people. People are evil and people are out for their self. And if you don't go through that, if you don't experience that, when it comes your way, you're not going to be able to catch it. So I'm thankful that I went through that. I'm thankful that I saw what type of people or who people were early on. So I can spot them type of people around around me or in my life now. Like I can spot a fake friend. I can spot a user. I can spot a narcissist. I can spot a abuser. So I just thank God. And sometimes you have to just thank God that you went through what you went through because now you know it helps you grow. What you go through, you grow through. And I, for a long time, I wish that I never went through that. Like I used to cry because I feel like it changed me for the worst because I, I couldn't trust nobody. But that's how I needed to be at that time in my life. I needed not to trust nobody and I needed to trust myself and I needed to learn how to love myself. See, my, the females in my family, love is based around having a man. If you don't have a man in your life, you're miserable. You're not doing anything. Like, a man validates you, and that's not okay. That's not okay to make people feel like if they don't have a man, that something is wrong with them. But growing up, people really made you feel like if you don't have a man, then you're not doing anything. So growing up, I used to want attention. I used to want love from men I had no business being with. And I sat there and I stayed in that. I sat in that because I felt like and I thought that that was the right thing to do. I thought that no matter what a man pushed you through, at least you have a man. A man is your life. And that's not the way to go. That's not the way to be. So when I got in a relationship and I had my daddy issues, I had my mommy issues, I had insecurity issues, I had abandonment issues, and I couldn't figure out why I wasn't still happy. Had a man and I wasn't happy. So I always, I'm thinking like, okay, when you get a man, that's that you know that's how I grew up when you get a man everything that's going to fix all your problems because growing up that's what all I saw and that's what all I heard man they lied to me <laughs> they tricked me you know they tricked me because i had got in a relationship with someone and i was not happy at all at all and i never thought that i would stay in a situation where i, I wasn't happy and i I stayed in it because I thought that was the right, because my upbringing, what people told me growing up, that was the right thing to do. All you needed was a man, nothing else. Like, fuck a career, fuck a, fuck a car, 
Fuck everything. As long as you have a man, that's all you need. No, like there, nobody's gonna look down on you. You just you got a man, so nobody gonna look down on you. Not until I was in that situation and I realized, like, whoa, this is not it. Like, this is not the way to go. Like, this can't be the way to go. It changed my life. It that one relationship changed me. Like, it let me realize that Rashonda. How you grew up was not the proper way. Like, I'm thankful for going through that relationship and I'm thankful for seeing that because I don't think other people are able to see it. I don't think other people are able to go through stuff and learn from it and never go back to that person. I learned stuff the first time. The first time I go through something, I have to step back and evaluate everything that went on. And realize that that was a lesson. That was a lesson for me. That no, you don't need a man to validate you or make you happy. You have to be happy within. Because even though I had a man, I still was not happy. I was not happy at all. Because I wasn't happy with myself. My mom had kicked me out. I haven't talked to my dad in a year. He had a new family. And I thought getting into a relationship was going to fix everything. I thought having a man was going to fix everything. And it was. It didn't. It didn't fix anything. But it taught me a lot. And it changed my mindset on a lot of things. And that's why I'm so happy I went through what I went through. Because if I didn't go through what I went through and learn from it and actually looked at it and cut everything into pieces and opened it up to make sure I was doing the right thing. I would probably be in a relationship now with someone that I don't love, that don't love me, that ain't happy because that's what the norm was in my family. Because I was able to step back and look at myself and realize the steps that I needed to take and what I needed to do, I was able to change that. And I started to love myself. And it is, it's so crazy how your upbringing can change your whole life. But it's up to you to choose the path. You choose your own path. And some people are too weak mentally and emotionally to you to, to look at themselves and grow and go the opposite way of what they've been told. Some people think that the fucked up situation that they live in is normal, like it's okay. People normalize black families, black people normalize the most fucked up shit. And that's why we stay in these fucked up places because we normalize bullshit. We make it seem like it's okay to sit in situations that's not healthy for us. And that's why we stay at the bottom. That's why we don't grow. That's why we don't see a lot of black families. That's why you see there's not a lot of successful black men because it's this era out here that people feel like they have to be gangsters, they have to do drugs, they have to be out on the streets. There's no role models out here that's showing people, or there's no upbringings like that anymore that's showing men that, yes, you can go to college, yes, you can go get a job. You don't have to always just go to the league and play a basketball and show out for for people. You can go and own your own business. You can be your own boss. Black woman, you don't have to be a stripper. You don't have to be dancing. You don't have to be twerking. You don't have to be a prostitute. You don't have to be none of that. You can go to college. You can start your own business. You can be a hairstylist. You can be an MUA, a nail tech. You can do anything. Black families don't instill that into their children. 
and nobody told us that we can be anything. So it's time for us to start living out our norm, getting out our norm and living out what our true passions are. A lot of us sit and be mediocre because that's what our fathers did. That's what our mothers did. But I encourage anybody that's listening to this to step outside of your norm. Step outside of it and go after something that you really want to go to. People are going to talk about you. I'm telling you, they're going to tell you you're crazy. Why are you still doing that? Nobody's going to buy from you. Nobody's. I've had people say that to me. I have people say that they thought I wasn't going to be shit. I'm still here pushing. I'm doing better than that same person in life that thought I wasn't going to be shit. That thought I wasn't going to prevail. That thought I wasn't going to win. I promise you, once you go after something that you want and that you love, God will do the rest. Faith without works is dead. Do what you have to do. And if that means getting away from your family, do that. I don't care if you have to move up the street. As long as you get peace and you're away from that toxic household and them type of spirits that hang on to them, that latch on to them, you will prevail. It's crazy how much God will bless you once you're outside of somebody's household. Let's talk about that. When you're not even in someone's household before, it seemed like no more. I said before, (laughs) no more. It felt like. It feels like everything changes. I've been living in households, and as soon as I stepped out of that, God start blessing me. Sometimes it's the people around you that will stop your blessings and hold you back. God knows some people are not even supposed to be around you when you about to when He's about to bless you with something that's going to change your life. But you have to get the people around you, and it's okay to let people go. I've mastered the art of letting people go. I had to let my dad go. I had to let my mom go. I had to let a few of my brothers and sisters go for a second until I, till they grew, until I felt like I could be around them and not feel like they're sucking my energy or, until they got into a better place. And the best thing you can do is do what's best for you. That's the best thing. I don't care what you have to do. Protect your peace. Protect your mental health. Protect your heart. And you have to be okay with people talking. People are going to talk about you. They're going to try to bash you. They're going to try to stop you. Like I said before, the devil will use anyone to stop you. And when it get hard, you just know, oh, God is about to come through and change your life. I promise you I've been there before. It got super hard on me. Like I was driving a car. My car was breaking down. I kept getting flats. It was hor- It was snowing outside. I would have to wait in the car for hours. I, my, I didn't have no heat in my car. It was so much. And I kept praying to God, God, I need a car. God, I need a place. I was in a household where I was constantly verbally abused and brought down. And I just kept praying and I kept pushing. And now I have my own nice vehicle. I have my own place. And I'm able to afford it. God is making a way for me. I had to get out that situation. I've never been at more peace in my life. So protect your peace. Protect your peace and go chase at go grab your peace and put it in your pocket and don't ever lose it because your peace is worth more 
than anything. Okay? I'll talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Keep your head up.